Deontay. 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 And welcome back to the Football Absurdity Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco. I'm here with my co-host Walker Kelly and Mike Valverde. Walker, how is Donna? Good. Yeah, it tasted really good. Yeah. Do you have a good party? Uh, it was really, uh, it was a raucous time. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we really chowed down. There you go. But it cost an arm and a leg. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was pricey, uh, deep, deeply, deeply painful for those involved. <laughs> Mike, how's your day going? I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, I'm a little tired, but for the most part, I'm all right. It's only week three. We can't be tired. That's true. I, that's what I keep telling myself, but it doesn't work that way. Yeah. For the second time this week, I think uh, the dog uh, woke me up at 545 this morning because she saw it. Mm. Oh, I have to get up at 5.45 tomorrow morning for a disc golf tournament. Oh, well, that's, that's fun. early. I deal you, with are you going to be able to see anything out there? That fog or whatever you guys got out there? <laughs> you guys got, hey, you guys got fog out there in Michigan? <laughs> you got fog there? Hey, Mich- did Michigan have, I've never been there. Did it have roads? Got roads, does it, right? Does it fog, <laughs> man? <laughs> walking, up, walking up to somebody from Michigan saying, do it fog? Do it fog? <laughs> All right. Um, so let's uh, let's get started. If this is your first episode, this is, uh, I would say at this point, part of the Football Absurdity Network of offerings. We've got the podcast. We've got the Starter Sit Show on Twitch every Sunday. We also have um, two uh, shows that are back to back with the same people. There's DFS for Cheapskates, which is basically uh, like your cheap plays in DFS. And then your um, uh, gambling absurdity. That's with Tony. Martin and Walid Ismail, those are on Saturday on um, the Twitch stream. They also offer Tony's podcast, TH, TH Fantasy. I always screw up the name. And uh, the website, of course, footballabsurdity.com. Uh, we've got tons of articles coming up every week. We have Walker's Ranks. Uh, Walker and I do a um, ranking show every Wednesday. And then Mike Walker and I do a Tuesday review podcast on Patreon. Uh, it's patreon.com slash footballabsurdity, three bucks a month. Gets you in there, gets you our Tuesday episodes. You can follow Mike on Twitter at RFL Red Zone. Walker is Big Daddy Dricks with an X. I am Jeff Crisco, K-R-I-S-K-O. The website is at F-Ball Absurdity. I remembered to do the plugs this time. Yay. So I'm, wait, I'm further ahead than I was the last few weeks. Let's talk about Thursday Night Football. Browns, Steelers. Browns win this one 29-17. They're 2-1. Steelers are 1-2. Injuries about this one. Um, no TJ Watt in this game because of the, um, pec tear. Akella Weatherspoon left the game with a hamstring injury. Uh, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa left with a groin injury. He's not expected to be serious. Anthony Walker, linebacker for the Browns, uh, has a torn quad tendon and is out for the year. So here's something really annoying. Um, game's pretty much over, right? I turn the game off. I have Najee Harris. I go check my score this morning. I'm tr- I'm racking my brain trying to figure out when Najee Harris fumbled the football. And what I missed was a hook and ladder play at the end of the game yeah. where Najee fumbled the football and Cleveland recovered it for a touchdown. 
So I'm I'm sitting there like I was, I looked at it and I was like this score doesn't make sense and I'm like wait why does Najee have a fumble and then I'd find out this is how I found out that in a pointless play I lost five fantasy points in my home league so yay um all right let's let's talk a little bit about the game itself what do you what do you guys think is the top story of this game is it Najee Harris struggling do you think it's Amari Cooper uh being good again. Is it uh, Nick Chubb, 23 for 113 and a touchdown? Mostly Nick Chubb for me. I mean, Cooper was very good in this game, no doubt about it. Um, but I don't expect uh, I don't expect him to draw players as bad as Akello Witherspoon across from him. Hey, 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 season. 49ers legend Akello Witherspoon. Please share yeah, the reason why he's not on the 49ers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's not very good. No, he's uh, not. My father-in-law texted uh, our group chat, our football group chat last night and said, wow, he said, it's good to know that Akella Witherspoon is as good as good for the Steelers as he was for us. Four Niners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he um, got absolutely torched. Uh, Cooper was just far too good at running routes for, for Witherspoon to keep up with. Um, I don't expect Jacoby Brissett to play as well as he did last night. Um, Pittsburgh's defense looked tired. They'd um, something I learned on the broadcast is they had uh, been on the field for the most snaps of any defense in the league the first two weeks mm-hmm. oh, that wow. had a short week to prepare. So mm-hmm. yeah, they looked gassed by the second half. I mean, Cleveland was doing whatever they wanted. Chubb was churning out six, seven yards on carries where it didn't look like anything was there. So um, I, I think Chubb is the constant in this offense. He's what makes them go. Um, and, and the passing game will the ebb and flow around him. Yeah. So, Mike, for you, what was the big the big story of last night's game? I'm thinking you mentioned maybe Najee Harris isn't as good as we thought he might be. Uh, Walker and I both poo pooed that. 15-56, touchdown, three catches, five yards. I think a lot of that's the line. But in terms of overall production, that's kind of what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. It didn't look as many points as he put up fantasy-wise. It didn't look like that transcribed to the field. Um he had some yeah. good runs, but he he struggled a lot because the line was struggling. I yeah, Even that it was that's better one, than it used to be, but it was it was rough. It's, it's not good. It's not good at all, and that's one of the big things that that's why I say it's not really all on Najee because mm-hmm. of that offensive line, but um, it is you know him as well. So it's a twofold situation. Um, you know, I I think I think the the great part of the game last night was David Njoku. Um, yes. And, uh, I mean, the way he can jump up and and drop passes is is amazing. Uh, <laughs> Wait, when he caught him, he looked pretty good. He did look pretty good. He always looks pretty good when he catches him. Um, that that's what got him. I think he was a, was he a first round pick or early second round pick? I can't remember, but I think um, he was a first rounder. His his athletic ability has always been off the charts. Uh, it, I, I think that the main the main situation, or if I could take one moment, it was exactly what you have on your background is the the Pickens reception, which yeah. to me is is I mean OBJ's reception on Monday Night Football was, a, was spectacular, but he didn't do it you know um, laterally, he did it vertically. So he Pickens added a whole different dimension to the to the reception. Yeah, he was kind of twisting around to do it, and actually I'm glad you mentioned uh, Pickens. Um, Pickens was kind of the person that I thought uh, came out of the game the best, and it had nothing to do with this catch, though the catch was very nice. Going into the game, I write the start sit for Thursday Night Football, and one of the things that I realized was George Pickens is blowing Chase Claypool out of the water in ADOP. 
Like I'm talking three times. Like Chase Claypool's around six. George Pickens is around eighteen. Ooh. And um, for the first time last night, I don't. I, I haven't found air yards data for last night yet. But for the first time last night, George Pickens actually was uh, actually out targeted Chase Claypool. He had seven. Claypool had six. And um, granted, he only had like three for say thirty nine. Double check that. Uh, three for thirty nine. Yes, that one was actually in my head, Walker. Um, mm-hmm. but he is just quietly do, having all of the production metrics that you want in the background. He only has one fewer target than Chase Claypool at this point. His A dot is much higher than Chase Claypool. It kind of feels like, and it hasn't. We haven't seen it on the field yet because Mitchell Trubisky has not been good. It kind of feels like George Pickens is ready to take take Chase Claypool's job, and because he hasn't been that productive yet. I think you can trade for him because you can just play it off as you got excited about the catch and mm. the preseason hype. And, you know, the the guy who's going to trade him to you could pro- possibly get duped by that, thinking that, you know, oh, this, the, you know I'll trade him, you know, um, I don't know, Devin Singletary for uh, George Pickens or Naheem Hines or these other guys. And I think that I'm committing highway robbery, but I actually think George Pickens is on the verge of a breakout. And um, <clears throat> Trubisky hasn't been good, but he has been pushing the ball downfield. And I think that that is all set up for George Pickens to finally cash in and finally do something with all this talent that he has. Because none of us doubted the talent. We all just thought he was a knucklehead. And that kind of came out last night when he was screaming on the sidelines a little bit. But we saw his talent. Yeah, very few he... receivers will make this catch. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's very much a Mike Williams, just a younger, younger version of Mike Williams, to me anyways. Yeah, and maybe that's why I've fallen in love with him is because he's Mike Williams. But um, just a thought um, to keep in mind. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I was sorry. It wasn't the targets. I, I take that back. He's not one behind him in targets. It's routes run. I I very much apologize. He's one behind him in routes run. I got my columns mixed up in my little rant over here. Uh, George Pickens has 13 targets on the year. Chase Claypool has 18. So still much closer than we thought it would be. But, yeah. Um, only five targets behind. And, um, you know, that's going to change. Give yeah, it like three games and that'll change. Yeah. But it's the this fact, ADOT that kills me. 18. But the fact that you thought it was so close says a lot about society. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fact that I was so confidently wrong says a lot about everybody else. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, Mike, you mentioned David Njoku. Is David Njoku a must-start going forward? What was Walker's his... giving the thumbs down. Well, whatever Walker say, says, I believe. I agree. I don't think... Woo! I think that... Uh, I, I wrote that this was the I'm perfect, the cult of Walker. <laughs> the perfect storm of everybody getting this one wrong. I mean, we mentioned... Walker mentioned the the defense was gassed. You know, he hadn't been getting any targets. The other defense had been stout. They just all of a sudden decided that he was going to get... Uh, Double-digit targets for the third time in his career. Career highs in receptions. It's just like it was a perfect storm. Um, wow. He did. I, it, it, I didn't see this on the field. Um, nine for 89 and a touchdown. There was a lot in the first half. So yeah, if you seven if, catches in the first half. Yeah, if you wow. were kind of working your way into the game. Um, yeah, it, it was a lot in the first half. Um, but uh, another one, Amari Cooper. We mentioned Amari Cooper. I just want to say not a must-start player, but really good matchups three out of the next four weeks. He gets the 
Falcons, Chargers. Chargers is the one bad matchup. Patriots, which is okay. And then the Ravens, which he should be able to do whatever he wants. So he's not a must start right now, but he's, uh, oh, he's not a must start on the year, but he's a must start for right now, I would say, for Amari Cooper, at least three out of the next four weeks, because he has good to okay matchups for most of those games. And Cooper was seven receptions for 101 yards and a touchdown. Yep. Second straight game with the, yeah. Uh, second game in five days with 101 yards in the touchdown. So wow. um, playing very, very hot. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, um, how long till we see Kenny Pickett? Um, Mike Tomlin after the game said that they're not thinking about making a change, but they have 10 days until till the Jets. Um, pretty decent landing for the kid. I think that we might be seeing Kenny Pickett sooner rather than later. I mean, I'll trust Mike Tomlin for now. I don't think that he'll... I don't think that he'll start Pickett against the Jets, but like I said, I, I, I believe that Pickett will be the starting quarterback there by midseason. Yeah, and actually I'm looking. Uh, after the Jets, it's the Bills and the Buccaneers, so maybe he is holding off so that he doesn't have to get the kid killed after the soft landing against the Jets. There you go. So, um, But yeah, Steelers' offense was, was doo-doo. Mitch Trubisky went uh, 20 for 32 with 207 yards, and his yards per pass attempt went up. I love, he was fun. love for my yards per pass or yards per pass attempt to go up when I averaged like 6.4 yards per attempt. Yeah, he was at 5.1 before the game. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. And we thought Ben Roethlisberger threw short passes. Yeah, right? It's like Deontay, 8 for 84, not worried about it. Same quarterback. Um, but Najee Harris, let's let's roll back to Najee Harris and we'll talk about Sunday's games. Um, 15 for 56, one touchdown. We mentioned that three targets three catches five yards he did have a nice run on his touchdown there were a couple runs where it looked like vintage Najee Harris but I think the problem here is the poor guy just cannot get any space to save his life like as soon as he's getting the ball um he's there's guys in the backfield and Jalen Warren is looking good but they're two different types of backs so yes I'm curious what we're doing with Najee Harris going forward um I mean, he still is getting enough volume to be a guy that you can start, but I don't think he's a top 12 guy right now. I mean, mm-hmm. the offensive line's not blocking well enough. He's not quite getting as big of a snap share as he did last season. He's not catching a ton of passes, and he's not getting any yards on the passes he is catching. So, I mean, he gets a lot of carries in the red zone, and that'll help, and he will catch more passes than your, you know, uh, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb. Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery type guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still not going to be a massive part of his game, I don't think. I don't think you're going to see any games like last year where he had like that 14 catch game. That's not going to happen. Um, yeah, I think right now he's like a mid to high tier RB2, which is what I had him as this week. And I think that's around where I'll have him going forward, at least for now. Okay. And I think that is a big deal because the receptions were a big part of it really happening because if you look at like his efficiency and a lot of this has to do with the line he wasn't that efficient for most of his games last year running the just high volume was getting him and the thing that gets me too is um there were five games last year in which he didn't break a tackle he's yet to break a tackle this year so like you know the, the the yards before contact per attempt are not actually now that i'm looking at this actually aren't the problem he has uh 1.1 and 0.1 yards after contact attempt and 
two games beforehand, uh, before last night. Last night's data isn't it. So, not good. Definitely not good. And I agree with the evaluation that you can't get them out of your lineup. If you have, like, Najee Harris, Saquon Barkley, who's the later guy that's popping right now? Uh, um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yeah, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. There you go. Oh, if you have those three, call. you can justify putting him on the bench right now. Because as of right now, those guys oh, are... Uh, Antonio Gibson's perfect one. Oh, perfect. There you go. Antonio. Gibson's a guy you're probably starting over Najee most, most weeks right now. Yeah. Do you know who is uh, in points per game uh, running back one right now? Points per game? Oh, God. Um, no. Mike, do you know? Uh, points per game as far as running backs? Yeah. Um, I could tell you in a second. I just need No, to this is a trivia question. I'm not asking <laughs> for the answer. I'll give um, you a hint. He has two rush attempts, three receptions, and two touchdowns. Jesus Christ. Oh, is it um the guy from the Giants? No, the guy from the Tennessee Titans, Dontrell Hilliard. Dontrell Hilliard. Oh, but for guys that are actually playing, the top five in points per game right now are Chubb, Barkley, Swift, Aaron Jones, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. So, I mean, you could conceivably have Barkley, Clyde. Oh, James Robinson is in the is there as well, but he's not playing that great. Um, but Miles Sanders is a later guy that I would rather start than CEH right now because he is actually playing well. Um, so, and guess who running back 15 is on the air before we get into, uh, the games this week. Running back 15. Yes. Uh, 15 running back. Jeff Wilson. No, it can't be Jeff Wilson. Daryl the barrel. Top 15 back. Let's go. No, he isn't. Yes, he is. I'm looking at it right now in points per game. Oh, points per game. Okay. Because he's only played in one game. Right, because he didn't play in the first game. That's right. <clears throat> All right. It's really depressing who overall points is number 15. Number. And that's Austin Eckler. Oof. Oof. We'll get to it'll him. Get, it'll get better. I hope so. I it's sure hope yikes. so. He's 14 in points per game, Mike. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing to worry here. Nothing to worry about here. All right. Let's get into the games this weekend. So. Uh, we'll go through the games here. We have questions. We'll talk about start-sit stuff. Uh, first one up. I think this game should be fairly straightforward. Houston at Chicago, 40-point over-under. Chicago, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, injuries in this one for the Texans. Brevin Jordan is out, and Farrell Brown was not practicing on Friday. Is it O.J. Howard's season? That That's no. what I asked asked Walker last week, and he said, no, he sucks. Why are you asking me this question, Michael? You're an idiot. Get the hell off my page. That's correct. All of that. <laughs> uh, for the Bears, uh, Velas Jones is limited with a hamstring injury. The man does not exist. It's not a real person. Roquan Smith didn't practice with a hip issue and is questionable for Sunday. So uh, the question for this game is, uh, Mike wants to know if Justin Fields is top 12 or still Q 2QB use only. Um, do you have a spiel to go with this sometimes you do sometimes you don't i'm i'm just uh, yeah not not really i'm just talking about against houston is he is he going to put up top oh. 12 numbers or no. is he okay so he's only still a 2qb guy yeah i would say he's only 2qb for now until he throws at least 20 passes in a game <laughs> yeah right jesus christ <laughs> i mean 
He's got uh, Houston, the Giants. He's got a decent schedule coming up, but I can't trust anything about this team except for David Montgomery. Like, that's it. That's all I can trust. And he's not even all that trustworthy. He just, he's going to touch the ball at least 20 times. Because if they're not throwing the ball, they got to be running the ball. That's so true. One of those Volume things, wise, yes. I agree. Yes, one of those two things has got to work. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think he's just a two quarterback play for now. In my home league, I dropped him for Dak Prescott, who I don't know when he's going to be back, but I need a better second quarterback than Justin Fields because my quarterback one is uh, uh, Russell Wilson. So I dropped him for Dak Prescott, who I don't even know when Dak Prescott's going to play again. So I think that gives you a good idea of what we're working with here. Well, are they talking about him being out longer than the whatever, six weeks or whatever? I can't trust anything about the Cowboys and their injuries because you've got Jerry Jones out there being like, yeah, you know, he can play tomorrow. And then the doctor's like, no, he can't. He's like, ah, it's fine. I'll just rub some dirt on it. Don't worry about it. Right. And then Stephen Jones is out there like, you know, if it, if I was Dak, I would simply uh, heal my thumb uh, tomorrow and then play. And it's like this team is a bunch of clown balls. So mm. I, I don't know. But um, I was like, I would rather have Dak on my roster than Justin Fields. And then Justin Fields cleared waivers after I dropped him. So then I picked him back up because we have. eight. Nice. So now I have three quarterbacks. All right. In a one quarterback league. Let's go. Um, Here's here's my question. Um, other than Brandon Cooks and David Montgomery, is Damian Pierce okay? So Damian Pierce, Brandon Brandon Cooks, David Montgomery. Is that it for this game that we want to start? I mean, I don't really want to start Damian Pierce. I mean, the Bears are not good. I think you. I think Damian Pierce yeah, is in for a good week. Damian Pierce is also not good. Eh. Volume wide receiver or volume running back too. No, I'm not. No. Uh, not top 24 for me. Definitely not. Okay. So, so it's cooks in Montgomery for you then. Yes. Mike, what do you think? Um, it, It's really hard to start someone who doesn't catch the passes in a poor offense. So you're probably looking at not even a touchdown. So I'm, I'm avoiding Damian Pierce when I can. What if I told you the bears allow the sixth highest yard per carry to running backs? I would say that he's probably going to get a lot of yards, but even if he scores what? a lot of yards, yards? You're, you're looking at um, what, like, say, say he rushes for 103 yards at 10, 10 points or a point per yard. That's 10 points. So he's a flex guy, if a flex guy. All right, fine. So it's just Cooks and Montgomery then. I think so. All right. Davis Mills, two quarterback. Of course. Uh, Always Davis Mills. Sh- Sure, I guess if you want. The answer to. Is, is always Davis Mills. No matter what the question is, Davis Mills. Is the sky blue? Davis Mills. Who's the worst quarterback of this game? <laughs> Davis. That, that question doesn't register. <laughs> All right. Mike. Yeah, uh, we broke Mike. Justin Fields, uh, low end QB two, and uh, Davis Mills probably shouldn't be starting him if he. Um, Mike. What? That's right. I said it. You always uh, start Davis Mills. Win, loser, draw for Mike is Brandon Cooks, Darnell Mooney, and David Montgomery. <sighs> Brandon Cooks wins because all he does is win. David <laughs> Montgomery draw because he is going to get 20 carries for 105 yards, and that's what David Montgomery does. And Darnell Mooney lose because uh, it, it, he is not getting 
six targets in this game. He lo- it's not going to happen. He's going to lose because he's not going to get used. That's right. You, if you don't use, you lose. Um, uh, real quick, before you answer, is Darnell Mooney droppable? He's getting there. I don't know if you can drop him yet, but... <laughs> yeah, he's, he's getting it, there. I one would, more week? Yeah, one more week. I listen. Do you, um, Mike, I know you've seen it, but Walker, have you seen Major League? Uh, no. Okay. Mike, you've seen it, right? Oh, yes. I assume you had. Sports movie from the late 80s, early 90s. I oh, yes. Seen it. Many times. Uh, uh, Fantasy Football Today, uh, Dave Richards has a thing he calls the Jobu game. Because oh, yeah. Like, you know, one, you know, this is your last chance, Jobu. I feel like that's what this is for Darnell Mooney. Like, one last, if he struggles this game, I don't see a reason to keep him on your roster. Does he, does he offer him wine, though? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, win, lose, or draw, then. Walker, uh, once again, the reminder is that it's uh, Cooks, Mooney, and David Montgomery, the three fantasy-relevant guys in this game. Uh, I'm going to go with what you went with. I'll, I'll go Cooks, win, Montgomery, draw, and Mooney, loss. All right. Mike? I should have answered this since I created the question. Um yeah. You have the most opportunity to tailor this to exactly what you want to say. Yeah, the thing about this and everything. Um, I'm going to go draw Cooks, um, lose Mooney, win Montgomery. All right. Are we dropping Cole Komet? Yes. You might as well. Yeah, there's no reason I'm on the rock. Walker and I have Houston victorious. Mike going with Chicago trying to make up some ground. Yes, I am. And I thought about it, even though Mike submitted the Browns to win last night after the game was over, I'm giving it to him. I'm giving it to him. Hell yeah. Let's go. Went, Let's go. He went, four, yes. he went four and 11 in week one. He needs all the charity. He I can need get it right all. <laughs> all right. Next game up. Uh, Vegas travels to Tennessee. Both teams are O and two. This is a 45 and a half point over under Vegas. Two point favorites in this one. Um couple of things, couple of developments this week. Hunter Renfro is out with his concussion. Um, Josh Jacobs is not traveling with the team. Uh, he's sick. He's got a rumbly tumbly. And so he's not getting on the pe- plane. Um, so he's not going to play this weekend. So it's going to be Zamir White and Brandon Bolden is looking to play, even though he was limited in practice this week. Um, who are we picking up? Are we picking up either of these guys going up against him? Zamir White, Brandon Bolden. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you can pick up both of them. Uh, I would expect White to get the lion's share of the carries. Um, probably somewhere in the 15 range. Tennessee's not a great defense. So, um, no, I mean, in, in standard and half PPR, I think White would probably be the play, and then in full PPR, probably Bolden. Okay. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I um, For the same reasons, Bolden's going to be catching passes. Zamir White's going to be running. So, depending on what what league you're in and what the rules are, you, you're going to want the one that PPR or standard and standard is white and PPR is Bolden. Yeah. So the Titans right now allow the most fancy points per game to running backs. Granted, they played Saquon Barkley in week one, but week two was the Bills conglomeration, I guess we'll call it. So it's a situation where they have actually been not great. So, um, is Zamir White somebody that we are looking to start this week, or is he like a you're the Josh Jacobs manager and you just get that one across, just drop him in? Or is he like a top 24 guy this week? 
What did I miss about Josh Jacobs? In he's Zimilla? got a rumbly tumbly. He's not playing. He's sick. Uh, he's yeah, he not going to make... be well by Sunday? Yeah. I guess this, not. He didn't, he didn't fly to Tennessee. Oh, shizzy. Okay. This is this is I don't know what that word was, but I appreciate you making it so I didn't have to I didn't have to bleep it. <laughs> You're like, oh shism. Um, but yeah, this was within the last like half hour before we started recording, so it's like it was breaking news when we heard it. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> Josh Jacobs was ECR 16 um, ahead of guys like Ceh, Miles Sanders, AJ Dillon, Porter L. Patterson, Alvin Kamara, Zeke Elliott, James Robinson. I would probably start all those guys ahead of him. I hate to say it. I'd probably start him over Zeke. Um, I would too. Uh, honestly, because Zeke has just been trash. Hmm. Were we starting over Zeke here? Zamir White getting like no. 15, 16 carries against the worst run defense in the league right now. I still wouldn't do it. Okay. So where would you where would you slot him in? Damian Pierce twenty six. Damian Pierce or is a mere white. Uh, white. All right. Uh, Mike, Damian Pierce or is a mere white. I'm going to go white. Okay. If you're picking up Zamir White this week, just know that you can just drop him next week. This isn't going to be a long term thing, but you can just pick him up and. Uh, if you have the free roster spot so he doesn't get used against you, you're under no obligation to play him is basically what it comes down to. So let's talk about the rest of this game. And um, Walker wants to know, and we kind of got into this. Are we starting anyone other than Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams, and Darren Waller? I think, I think that you can start Derek Carr. I think you can start Derek Carr as well. I think he's I'm, a back end quarterback one. You're shocked. Yeah, no, I know. I agree. I think that the, you can start Carr for sure. Yeah, I would rather Carr than like Tua, Brady, Wentz, but I would rather Stafford, Russ, barely, uh, Kirk Cousins. So yeah, I think you can start Derek Carr. Um, you know, he's in he's in that range, that back end QB one range. I agree. Well, how close is Davis Mills against the Raiders? Though? I don't know exactly. Get him out. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm kicking Mike. I think I can mute Mike. Next time Mike says, uh, next time Mike says uh, Davis Mills, he's getting removed from the call. Just me and Walker. Fired. You're fired. Um, Davis spills. Got him. Uh, Traylon Burks practiced in full. Kyle Phillips is doubtful with the shoulder issue. Bud Dupree is not playing for the Titans. Um, how do we feel about Traylon Burks? I'm, um, I'm you have him outside of the starting guys. Yeah, I'm at 36. Um, okay. He's in the two wide receiver in a flex league. I wouldn't, but in a three wide receiver league, I think he can. Um, he had over 30% target share last week. His route participation went up significantly from week one to week two. Um, it seems like he is at least one of the top two. Uh, in the passing offense there. So I I expect that this is going to be a fairly high-scoring game, and I think Burks will have a, a decent game at least. Mike, what do you think? I think a decent game. It's not something that you're going to want to start, but as he walks away from the from the game, it's, you know, something like maybe 
five for a whatever 60 kind of game 65 something like that okay not great game yeah you're you're banking on a touchdown to feel good about starting him exactly all right Traylon burks or russell gage Ooh, i would probably go burks i'd go burks Traylon burks or alan lazard burks yeah burks again yeah Traylon burks or elijah moore going up against him burks yeah burke it seems like it's it's burks garrett wilson seems to be the number one guy now so i'd go burks burks or garrett wilson Ooh, i go garrett wilson that question with joe flacco garrett garrett wilson okay walker wilson so yeah i think we found the line all righty um so uh Walker, I think we can just move on to Walker's win, lose, or draw in this game because it's fairly straightforward. A couple of fairly straightforward games to start with. Um, I was going to talk about Hunter Renfro, but he's not playing. Don't overthink this important. Oh, I changed Walker's question. I actually thought this was my question. Oops, my bad. That's all right. Mike changed it from Josh Jacobs to Zamir White. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, don't overthink this and start Mac Hollins. There are better options out there. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, Don't don't do it. All right, win, lose, or draw. Derek Carr, Zamir White, Traylon Burks, Walker, we'll start with you. Okay. Uh, I think Derek Carr wins this week. Um, I think he, he has his best game of the season thus far. I'll go with a draw for Traylon Burks. I think he probably has like four for 60. And uh, I'll say Zamir White with a loss. I'll, I'll say that he doesn't take advantage of the bad rush defense, doesn't score a touchdown. I would say uh, Carr win for all the reasons we've already talked about. Um, draw Burks, like we talked about. <clears throat> You're banking on a touchdown there. And I lose Zamir White because this might be the the instance where um, the Josh McDaniels, Zilla Chicanery actually happens. It hasn't been happening with Josh Jacobs like a lot of people said. Josh Jacobs no, has just been not. inefficient. Very inefficient. So, yeah, so this might be a situation where uh, Zamir White gets 50 carries, but Brandon Bolden gets six targets. Because, again, no Hunter Renfro. So those targets have to go somewhere. And I don't know if anybody on this team is any good at receiving. Certainly not um, Devontae Adams and Darren Waller. Yeah, um, they kind of are okay. so. Yeah. And then um, speaking of Josh Jacobs, he's an RB27. Um, or No, take that back. That was week two. He is um, overall a RB. Keep scrolling. Holy mackerel. <laughs> okay, back scrolling. to you. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Josh Jacobs is funny because um, I was right, and you know we were right about saying Josh Jacobs isn't going to be in a top chair. And it's like, oh, it doesn't matter because he's been bad. Okay. Overall, so, RB32. He's an RB32, Josh Jacobs. Buddy, alrighty. Um, who we got winning this one? I got Vegas. Give me the Titans. I think I put down Vegas. Mike has Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Mike can't Mike's like, oh. Uh, what team did I choose? I don't know. All right, let's get this out of the way. Next game, uh, KC clean sweep uh, for for victory. Uh, Correct. The Chiefs two and zero travel to the Colts in Indianapolis. They are zero one and one. 50 point over under KC six and a half point. Uh, Miko Hardman was limited in practice with a heel issue. 
Um, Juju Smith-Schuster and MVS both showed up on the injury puller with a shoulder and hip injury, respectively, but both practiced in full. Linebacker Willie Gay was suspended for four games, and Harrison Butker is out for this game again. Shaq Leonard, for all of us in IDP leagues who have Shaq Leonard on their teams, he has been practicing in full for multiple weeks, and he is not playing. And it's very annoying because you drop your backup because you drop your backup linebackers, and then somebody else picks him up, and then you need a backup linebacker, and then you're right. stuck. Well, why? Why is he? I don't understand why he's practicing in full but not playing. Well, Mike, I can actually answer that question for you. Let me pull up the quote, quote that I read earlier that from Frank Reich, um, your favorite person, Mike. Yeah. Frank Reich. He said it was something incredibly stupid. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, all right. So Frank Reich said, but uh, quote, but obviously the player's the one who's got to play and only he truly knows how it feels. So we watch tape and we can see when you look at tape from last year, or the year before tape versus now, and you watch him move, we're doing that. And it's not the same. We need it to look the same. From our standpoint, we need that tape to look like it looked like when you were relatively healthy. So basically, Shaq Leonard has to look like prime Shaq Leonard, or they don't want to put him on the field. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, 70% Shaq Leonard or whatever percentage it is, he's a bad player. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I, I take 70% Shaq Leonard over like 70% of the league right now. Yes, I take 70% of Shaq Leonard over 70% of linebackers. That's correct. All right. Uh, Alec Pierce cleared concussion protocol and will play on Sunday. Uh, Michael Pittman, who missed last week with a quad injury, practiced and is, quote, ready to go, according to him. Uh, Mike, your question. Uh, and let me just get some stats up really quick. Uh, 48 for 80, 60% completion percentage. Uh, 547 passing yards through two games, one touchdown, four picks. You want to know if Matt Ryan is a mistake. Yes, I do. Walker, what do you think? Uh, I think it's too early to label it as such, but uh, it's certainly looking that way right now. Yeah. I think, so the problem, I think... um, I uh, I think that uh, I just got a note from Walker that I am cutting in and out. Sent it to me a half hour ago. Sorry if my audio has been messed up, everybody. Um, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Mike, sorry, but I've realized what the Colts do. The Colts, every year, they get the, like, 18th best quarterback in the league and then wonder why quarterback is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, I don't know. Might it feels, have to do with the 18th quarterback in the league who's 65 years old. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, you you would think that they would just kind of try to get a better quarterback, but they don't seem intent on doing that. They seem content to just keep switching out average ones and hoping that the next average one somehow figures it out and becomes good. Uh, that's not how it works. No. The, no, you know, and they're probably going to like fall backwards into a good quarterback. They'll either go like four and 13 this year or four, 12 and one uh, before Jeff pedantically corrects me. <laughs> I'm so uh, mad at that one that I was just going to let it go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I think they'll either fall backwards into Bryce Young in this draft, or they'll just trade for Justin Fields when the Bears decide that they don't want him anymore. 
I have another idea of what might happen after this season. I don't think uh, not this again. <laughs> that would be in line with their previous quarterback. Exactly. I, I changed my background to Jimmy Garoppolo with the Colts. Um, what about 18th, uh, 18th best quarterback in the league? Like, yeah. Come on. You think yeah, no, it fits perfectly. Uh, hey, Mike, what about this? Indianapolis Colts quarterback Lamar Jackson. I would take that in a second. I would love to have Lamar Jackson on my team. There you go. <laughs> We have found a we have found a way to get Mike to like Lamar Jackson and there it's you go. As long playing for his team. <laughs> what about uh Jalen Hurts on the Colts? Ooh, Mike <laughs> hates Jalen Hurts that much. <laughs> Wowza. Wowza. All right, so um I'm yeah. actually warming up to Lamar Jackson. I'm not so much to uh Jalen Hurts. It's because he throws the ball downfield now. Yes, that that is <laughs> that's and all I that's all it takes for Mike to love you is just throw the ball downfield accurately. And Mike's like, actually, I think he's pretty good. You're pretty good. Yes, that's all you need. <laughs> um, so, yes, Matt Ryan is a mistake. Let me ask uh, a different question for this game. Are we starting any Chiefs wide receiver? We're obviously starting Mahomes, Kelsey. I think CEH has reached a spot where you have to start him. But the wide receivers, Juju, MVS, Mecole, Sky Moore. Are we starting any of them this week? Juju, big game week one, bad game last week. What are we doing with them? I think you could start Juju Smith-Schuster against this defense. And it has nothing to do with Juju Smith-Schuster. I think it has to do with the Colts defense, especially with Walker. Shaq Leonard. Yeah. Walker, what do you think? Um. You can start Juju uh, in three wide receiver leagues and two wide receiver leagues. I'd try to find a better option. I agree. Yeah. So um, I wrote about it. I think it was James Coe tweeted it out on Twitter. Um, that's where you would tweet things out. <laughs> he uh, tweeted it on Facebook. He tweeted. <laughs> he sent a tweet on Live Journal. No, what he did was he took one of those screenshots from Instagram and then posted the screenshot on Twitter on as a yes. tweet. But then he put he put a giant pixelated smiling uh cry cry crying face over. Who did yeah. this? Who did this? You know who did this. It was you. You <laughs> did this. Whose man is this? Um. Anyways, uh, the Chargers I think are just really good against slot uh, receivers. Uh, through two through two weeks, that seems yeah. to be the case. So I am putting Juju back into all my three three receiver league lineups. I don't feel particularly bad about that either um but the rest of these receivers i think there's a gap between juju and everybody else i think everybody else kind of all plays a downfield role where their usage will vary from week to week that i agree with i think that uh i think that juju is still the top guy of these receivers by a fairly yes. clear margin he's just mm -hmm. also the number two guy in the offense by a fairly clear margin behind kelsey yes do you think he's higher than CEH? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. We, win, lose, or draw. Mike has CEH, Jonathan Taylor, and Michael Pittman. This mm. is tough. Mm. Win, Jonathan Taylor. I think he's the RB1 overall on the week. Um, I will go draw Michael Pittman, lost CEH. I think that. This spread is suspiciously not as big as you would think it would be with how bad the Colts have looked the first two weeks. So I think that CEH will not get into the end zone this week. 
and uh, the Colts will keep it close for a while. Yeah, so I think Jonathan Taylor uh, is the win. Uh, the Chiefs allow the third most fancy points to running backs on the on the year, and this Jonathan Taylor guy's pretty good. And he didn't get the ball a lot last week, so I have a feeling no. they'll rectify that. Uh, yes. Michael Pittman will get the draw because a draw for Michael Pittman's like five for eighty. And uh, CEH will get the loss because this Colts defense, even without Shaq Leonard, is very good against the running back. So um, win Taylor, draw Pittman, lose CEH. Is that what you had, Mike? Yeah, I pretty much agree with with that. It, yeah, for sure. Taylor, Pittman, CEH. CEH with right. the loss. Pittman with the draw. Taylor with the win. Yep. All right. Next game up. Uh, Buffalo and Miami. Bu- uh, Buffalo is 2-0. Miami is also 2-0. Uh, 52 point over under Buffalo six point road favorites injuries in this one. You two can uh, take a, take a nap because this is going to take a while. Jordan Phillips, defensive tackle will not be playing Ed Oliver. Defensive tackle will not be playing. Micah Hyde safety is also out. Dane Jackson also out. Jordan Poyer safety for the bills is questionable. Um, true questionable up in the air. Tight end Dawson Knox was limited in practice and is questionable for this game. Gabe Davis is, quote, 100% confident that he will return on Sunday. For Miami, Teron Armstead missed all week. He's questionable. Cedric Wilson was limited with ribs and toe issues. Uh, he is a game-time decision. And Xavier, 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 Xavier. Get your act together, Jeff. Howard, uh, with a groin injury, should play on Sunday. So, I listed a ton of Buffalo Bills injuries. Buffalo yeah. Bills, through two weeks, have been an absolute buzzsaw against opposing uh, opposing teams. But my question is, are there enough injuries on the Bills' defense for you to for you to start to a Tungo Vailoa in a one quarterback league this week to make it a good start? Mm. No. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I mean Jordan Poyer, if he's out, then I probably would lean to the answer being yes. But with him just being questionable, then I'm going to say no. Yeah, without both safeties, I think the defense might be a little worse. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm interested uh, to see what they're going to do offensively with Dawson Knox being out because he's their only receiving tight end. They don't have a receiving tight end outside of Dawson Knox. They're going to use Quentin Morris. But he's more of a blocker than a than a receiver. Yeah, they'll use him. Yeah, but... Dawson Knox doesn't get that many targets anyway. Yeah, there is that. I think I think the only problem it comes down to is in the end zone, because that's basically where they use him is in the end zone. So um, they'll just. I hate to sound so, you know, make it so simple. They'll just run different plays. I mean, (laughs) they 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 love to run with three wide receivers. They'll they'll run more of those plays, um, you know, um, in the in the red zone and and, in the goal line, Um, you know. Well, hopefully Stephon Gabriel is Davis good. is back. Yeah, Stefan Diggs pretty good. Gabe Davis pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I had enough of watching Jake Kumaro. I tell J- you that right now. Do not, dude, dude. Jake Kumar, you, dude, dude. Kumar, you. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is gonna find us. He's gonna get <laughs> yeah, so he mad. Yeah, he'll I use dare. his feet. I dare. He'll, 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 he'll be intimidated by my luscious flow. He'll, he'll <laughs> be super passive aggressive about this. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'm um, from the Midwest. I know how to be passive aggressive. You know how to be fake nice. That's correct. <laughs> um, 
one of my favorite charts is the one where it's uh, it looks like a political alignment chart, but it's the U.S. and it's like uh, Axe Nice is mean. Axe yeah. Nice is mean. <laughs> Axe Nice is nice. <laughs> yeah, I I have the capability to be Axe Nice is mean. <laughs> yes, that's and and Michigan is like right on the borderline. Yep. So um, well, it's California. They don't Axe care. Nice. Northern Axe California nice is nice. Yeah, that's Northern California. Uh, Southern California is Axe Nice is mean, which actually makes a lot yeah. of sense. That makes sense. <laughs> um. So yeah, Tua. I was, I I put this question in here specifically because six touchdowns last week. Big pickup was like the pickup this week, but immediately you should have him on your bench. Unless I think with Jordan Poyer, I think it becomes a conversation of like Tua or Russell Wilson. I would say. Sure. And I would probably still re- lean Russ in that situation. I would as well. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm it's close. Tua. It's you can close. Lean Tua. I'm gonna lean Tua. Okay. Lean and Tua. Lean and Tua. Let me uh let me ask this. Um before I get to the win, lose, or draw, I need you two to rank the running backs in this game. Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, James Cook. Uh one, Devin Singletary. Yep. Two, Chase Edmonds. Three. Raheem. It's Raheem. I, yeah. Three, Raheem Mostert. Four, Zach Moss. Five, James Cook. I, I would, yeah. I would flip flop five and four. Oh, you think Cook's going to start taking more snaps from Moss? He should, whether that happens or not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think James Cook's very good, but I also don't think Zach Moss is very good. Yeah, he's not very good. I don't think it matters. James James Cook is not good in a way that might be useful in a different role than how Zach Moss isn't good. Yeah. James Cook could like run out, catch a ball, and fall over for four yards, where Zach Moss can just run into the line. Yeah, Zach Moss. Zach Moss's five targets and five catches in the first game was so weird. Like such it was. a weird aberration. It was like this guy shouldn't be doing this. The no. stats were weird, and seeing him do it was weird because he's such yeah. a big guy. He just kind of plods out there, catches the ball, falls over. Yeah. Does it again? It's the Forty Niners have a more athletic fullback than that. Like Kyle Juszczyk is actually good in the open field. So it was really weird watching Zach Moss, who was essentially built the same way, just be so bad. Should I'd rather see, uh, sorry. I'd rather see uh, Jason Cabinda. Xander Horvath, baby. Cabinda. Horvath, two touchdowns in two weeks. Two touchdowns, yep. two weeks. My league, my home league asked facetiously who my who my uh, sleepers were this year. And I named the like deepest guys I could think of off the top of my head. And one of them was Xander Horvath. And so I was like, two touchdowns in two weeks, baby. Let's go. Um, so, yeah, those are those are the running backs. And um, how many of them are we starting? Is it Devin Singletary None. and Flex and that's it? None. None. Don't None. do it. Mike? Stay away. Uh, I, I don't know if you can start Devin Singletary unless you want to. Yeah, it Flex option only. But yeah, stay away. It's he just doesn't score touchdowns, and he's not going to catch more than like two two passes, and he'll rush for eighty yards, and so you get eight eight maybe ten points, maybe you know, yeah. and it's it's just it'll drive you crazy. 
Because he's so he's he's really a, a good running back. He just doesn't get those opportunities to score touchdowns. He's a good Josh running Allen back. Josh Allen is throwing it in from fifty-five yards. He's a good running back, but not in the way that is good for fantasy. Exactly. He's not a good red zone back. He's good between the twenties. Because he's small and slow, but he's very sudden. Yeah. So in the open field, he can yeah break a lot of tackles and do all that stuff. But you know when when the field condenses, I mean there is a reason why Zach Moss was getting a ton of touches in the red zone. Exactly. Right. It's because when right like you said when the field condenses, his lateral agility doesn't mean as much, and his lack of straight ahead speed and size is even more apparent. Yeah, he can't get a okay. Inside 10 yards, he can't get around anybody, and he can't get through anybody. So, right. right. So he just kind of runs into the line and falls down. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Win, lose, or draw. Gabe Davis, Chase Edmonds, and Devin Singletary. Uh, I'll go with, based on expectations, I think people think Singletary is an actual play in this game. So I'm going to go with Singletary for the loss. I'll go Edmonds with the draw and Davis with the win. Yeah, I think Devin Singletary is going to disappoint. I yeah, I agree with that as well. Um, I don't know what Chase Edmonds is or does for this Miami Dolphins team right now. Uh, Devin Singletary, I I would say more of a loss for Edmonds and a draw for Singletary, um, and then Gabe Davis is a win. So I'm a little different. Gabe Davis for the w- win. Actually, Gabe Davis for the draw. It's a Chase Edmonds game. Let's go. I think it's going to be a Chase Edmonds game. He's going to get like six targets, seven targets. That'd be fun. Yeah. And he'll be the win. And then Devin Singletary will get the loss. So I think this is going to be a game where they're going to have to keep up. So I think there'll be a lot of Chase Edmonds because in my time with Raheem Mostert, you do not want to throw him the football. Chase Edmonds, RB 39 right now. He's fine. He's top 40. (laughs) Top 40. Easy. Top 40. <laughs> Clears top 40 easy. All right. Devin Singletary, uh, RB 47 right now. Yeah, get him out of here. Clears top 50 easy. Yeah, no um, problem. Top 50. We all have Buffalo winning this one. Let's move on to Detroit and Minnesota. 52 and a half point over under. Minnesota, six point favorites. Uh, injuries in this one. Frank Ragnow, uh, TJ Hawkinson, Aiden Hutchinson, and... DeAndre Swift are all questionable with various injuries. Walker, what are your sparrows say? Are they uh, all playing? Deon- yes, they're all playing. Okay. Ragno was the only one I wasn't sure about because he missed last week, didn't he? Yeah, but they're they're all going to play. Um, Jonah Jackson isn't going to play. So Dan Skipper will be the starting left guard again, which he played well last week. So no, uh, no, not really that concerning for your DeAndre Swift shares. Okay. For the Vikings, uh, Harrison Smith, uh, likely out. It's looking like he's not going to clear concussion protocol before the game. Um, 52 and a half point over under. I think this is going to be a fun game. Lots of fantasy options, but Walker wants to know if the uh, running options can keep dominating on the ground. Yeah. If, uh, so Mike, do you think, do you think the lions can keep dominating on the ground? Yeah. I mean, DeAndre Swift is a stud. So um... he is a stud. I, I, I don't think anything's stopping DeAndre Swift except for DeAndre Swift. I mean, yeah, so I think you're completely right. The Vikings are, by fantasy points allowed, middle of the pack against running backs, but I think um, that DeAndre Swift is going to wipe that away. I think they will continue to dominate on the ground. I think that um, we might even see a Jamal Williams touchdown. 
good. Because this reeks yeah. of of uh, DeAndre Swift getting pulled down at the one after a 15 yard run, yard 10 run. yard run, 30 <laughs> yard run, and then the guy needs a blow, and Jamal Williams comes in and gets the yeah. one yard plunge. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those uh, games where it's like 13 carries for 100 yards and three catches for 40 yards for Swift, but only one touchdown, and then Jamal Williams has like. 10 carries for 28 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> yep, that's that is the Jamal Williams line. <laughs> it's like he just gets enough work because everybody likes him a lot, but he's not actually very good. And uh then he's he's at it, like the one thing he's good at is getting 2 yards when you really need 2 yards. Yeah. It's Wasn't it's, he a second round uh choice too? No, he was like a fourth round pick. Yeah, he was fourth or fifth. I think he was the same draft as Aaron Jones. Actually. He was. He was. They, they picked yeah. him. They picked him around ahead of Jones, I believe. Yeah. So I thought it was like a second round, and they drafted Aaron Jones in the fourth round. But I could probably I thought it was Aaron fourth Jones. and fifth. Yeah, I was gonna say I think Aaron Jones is a fifth round pick. Yeah, Jamal Williams fourth. Uh, Aaron Jones fifth. fifth round pick. I was tracking Aaron Jones because Fantasy Pros had me write a a draft like a uh, mock draft for the Niners. And I was like, I want Aaron Jones on the Niners. So I was following him very closely. Um, so we think uh, Jared Goff, don't get cute and start Jared Goff. Uh, what about, can, I think you can start Jared Goff. You think you can get cute? Uh, I mean, certainly in two quarterback leagues, you should start Jared Goff um, in one quarterback leagues in deep leagues. You can start him. I'm not saying 12 team, but deeper than that, you can. Um. Okay. Uh. What about Kirk? Impressive. What about Captain Kirk? No, Kirk's Kirk's the better option. Okay. Is he top eight? I think I have him at eight. Okay, Mike. What do you think? Lions are fourth against quarterbacks this year. Fourth best matchup. Okay, and uh, so against Jalen Hurts. No, Cousins. Kirk Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Sorry, I was looking at Jalen Hurts. Um, This guy can't get enough of Jalen Hurts. I can't. I can't. I love me some Jalen Hurts. I I love me some Jalen Hurts. Um, Hurts so bad. Um, I I don't know. Kirk Cousins struggled, but that's primetime Kirk Cousins, right? It's primetime Kirk, yeah. um, He's nestled away in the 10 a.m. slot where he loves. I, I I can go with Kirk Cousins. I think I think even though the Lions defense is middle of the road, I I think Kirk Cousins is going to overcome that, especially after a bad performance last week. Okay, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, Justin Jefferson, both must starts. Uh, one of them is a contender for the number one overall wide receiver, and the other one is Justin Jefferson. Um, no laughs, just stone faced, no reactions whatsoever. Did you make a joke? I did make a joke. That's a shame. <laughs> Why are you doing that, man? Um, what about Adam Thielen? Yeah. In deep leagues again, sure, but I I try to find a better option. All right, Mike. I think I I can't. No, I. He's he's been awful this year. I don't even know what he's. I like when I ask Mike a question that just like makes him question everything about football. It's like, <laughs> no, I, I don't, oh, man. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't even know. I don't even know what to think. 
Adam Thielen's uh, not good anymore, and I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> exactly. 11 targets, exactly 7 catches, 88 yards this year. So 44 yards a game. I did that math in my head. Not great. No, um, not. All right, last question before we get to win, lose, or draw. Irv Smith or TJ Hawkinson? Uh, Hawk. I think you have to go. I think it will be Hawks week this week. Okay. I think Irv Smith is not very good, as evidenced by the drop on the touchdown. Oof, that yeah, was that was yeah. Adam Thielen is wide receiver sixty one. Who's sixty nine? Sixty nine. That is Mac Collins. Nice, <laughs> nice. Mac attack. All right, win, loser, draw. Jared Goff, T.J. Hawkinson, and yeah, who is Smith? Irv. Oh, Irv, Irv. Smith. Big Irv. Uh, Big Irv lose because he suck. Uh, <laughs> Jared Goff draw. TJ Hawkinson win because he gets that teddy. Uh, Jared Goff win. TJ Hawkinson draw. Irv Smith loss. Hawkinson win because I believe it. this is his week. Jared Goff draw. Irv Smith loss. All right. Uh, Mike and I have Minnesota winning. I mean, sorry. Walker and I have Minnesota winning. Mike's going reverse homer. Yeah, we're going Detroit, baby. Mike's just waiting for us to put our stuff in so that he can go opposite. So he either catches up or digs himself a bigger hole. <laughs> it's I time for some game theory. I I wish I had as much faith in Detroit as you, Mike. <laughs> I do think right. we'll cover. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be closer than six points. Yeah, I think we'll lose by three. All right, next game up, Baltimore, New England. Both teams are one and one. Baltimore, three-point road favorites. This one is a 43-and-a-half-point over-under. Injuries for the Ravens. Ronnie, Stan- bleh, Ronnie Staley uh, ankle is doubtful. Rashad Bateman did not practice on Friday, but it was a personal matter, and he will be playing on Sunday. He is not hurt. Devin DuVernay cleared concussion protocol. J.K. Dobbins practiced in full, but is questionable. So who knows? If we see him for the first time this year, Isaiah likely is questionable with a hip injury for the Patriots. Jacoby Myers did not practice on Wednesday or Thursday. He was limited on Friday and is listed as a true questionable. So, Mike, you want to talk about your favorite quarterback? Yes, I do. Um, my favorite, favorite, favorite of all favorites. Um, how how will Lamar Jackson perform against the fourth ranked defense? Great. Next question. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's going to be fine. I think he will be a top 12 quarterback. I agree. So th- this this is where it always um, hangs me up about Lamar Jackson, because I'll start liking him and then he'll go and he'll play uh, a team like New England and just flip the bed. And it's just like, here we go all over again. He'll do what to the bed? He'll he'll start the bed. Uh, I thought you said he will. This is a family show. F word the bed. No, I did not say that. <laughs> I was like, no, we're not. excuse me. <laughs> no, I would never say that. No, I don't. I don't. Say I that would one. never say that. I would never. How dare you insinuate that I would say yeah. that? How dare you, sir? My I would never say somebody had sex with the bed shirt is <laughs> asking a lot of questions. <laughs> Answered by my shirt. Um, I think Lamar Jackson, I think he'll be good this year. Um. The only question is that I had was, you know, the Rashad Bateman not practicing on Friday was a question mark for a couple hours. Like if it was just Mark Andrews and Devin DuVernay, 
then I think we would have trouble. But the fact that it was a personal matter and um, he's going to play this weekend, I'm not particularly concerned. Um, you know, he was balling last year till he got hurt. And I think he'll continue to do it now. Um, he's running less, uh, but that's because he's throwing more and throwing better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it certainly helps that for one play a game, the other defense just stands there while Rashad Bateman scores a touchdown. I think that that definitely helps. Um, but yeah, I think, I think he'll do great. I think, you know, I think we all did a good job of identifying the top four to five players, you know, where we're like, these guys are just, or at least the top four, where it's like, these guys are going to be in your lineup. You don't have to worry about it. Mahomes, Allen, Jackson. Except for me. I, Except for I, Mike. I, I, I didn't have either of those two. But you're recognizing it now, Mike, and that's all that matters. Yeah, J I'd probably... Was the last one, but I didn't want to get into an argument. <laughs> <laughs> I, if 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 I start if we started the oh, right now our rankings, Lamar Jackson would definitely be in my top five. His passing has gone to another level this year, and we need to see if it's because of the matchups or what. But I exactly. mean, Miami Miami held New England to, I think, seven points in Week One. So um, it's not like there are any slouches. But I, I they're not. I, he, he might have leveled up his passing this year. I, I think so. I've seen a lot, a lot of good out of him um, yeah. this year. So I just hope it continues. I wonder if last year some of his struggles were him trying to force the issue with Hollywood Brown. Because remember, Hollywood Brown left because he didn't get enough targets and he had like 130 targets or something crazy. Jeez. So I wonder if that's why he struggled a little bit well, last year. Because it. He struggled with cover zero. He couldn't figure it out. So. Um, I don't know if those defenses are now not using cover zero. I would imagine that they would, especially with Miami, because I think Miami was the first defense to use it against him. And um, he had fit, but he didn't have fits this year against Miami. That's for sure. He took him apart. Oh. Yeah, he did take him apart. Uh, so I think that he'll, I think he'll do very well. Um, I think people who drafted him are happy, happy to have him. Um Rashad Bateman, I think, has reached. If he's playing, he's must start. Mark Andrews must start. Lamar Jackson must start. If J.K. Dobbins plays, are we playing him this week? Uh, no, probably not. I'm not. And the reason for that is uh, they are so cautious with him that he could take a bad hit and all of a sudden be out after 13 snaps or whatever. So I'm not starting J.K. Dobbins. Um, New England. Are we starting anybody? Um, I wouldn't. There's. I I'm mean, starting. Was, I'm starting ahead. Jacoby Myers. Why Jacoby for me this week? I would. That would be the only one that I would consider starting is Jacoby Myers. Okay. So Jacoby Myers. And I think Jacoby Myers in PPR. Um, is a uh, uh, good call. But other than that, no thank you. No thank you to the he, New England Patriots. He's the wide receiver 25 right now. So there you go. Yeah, he is questionable. So keep that in mind. But it's a 10 a.m. game. So you'll know before lineups lock. All right, win, lose, or draw. Uh, Mike has Rashad Bateman, Jacoby and Myers, and J.K. Dobbins. Hmm. Walker, what do you think? I will go with a win for Myers, a draw for Bateman, and a loss for Dobbins. 
I'm going lost for Dobbins because I think that he will be very he will be handled with very kid gloves. I will go win for Jacoby Myers because he's going to score a touchdown, baby, and draw for Rashad Bateman. What about you, Mike? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I'm I'm going question. with the. Dobbins playing another one I have to think about that I wrote um I, I should actually think of these before I actually even write these that that would be a good start um Bateman with the draw Myers with the win he gets a touchdown this week yes yes he does he absolutely scores a touchdown this week and then Dobbins with the loss okay I think uh, we all have Baltimore yeah we all have Baltimore to win Next, next game up, Cincy and the Jets, 45 point over under. Uh, I'm not a gambling man. I would hammer the over on this. Uh, Cincinnati, five point favorites. Uh, Hayden Hurst has a groin injury and practice in full on Thursday and Friday, so he should be good to go. Drew Sample will be out several months with a knee injury. For the Jets, Corey Davis is limited with a knee issue and is questionable for Sunday. CJ Ozoma has a hamstring injury and it's also questionable. Zach Wilson not cleared to play, but apparently will be in position to play in week four. So my first question, if the Jets beat the Bengals, will Zach Wilson get the start in week four? Uh, no. If Because I think they'll just say he's not quite ready. I, I don't I don't think that. I don't think they will keep Flacco as the starter once Wilson is truly healthy, but I think right. that they will milk this for as long as they can. Yes, agreed. I think that's a yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's they're gonna they're gonna be like, ooh, I don't know. His tape doesn't look like his tape looked like last year. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. His tape looks like it looks oh, like last geez. year. We're not gonna start it. We're not gonna play him. I hope it yeah. doesn't look like it looked like last year. He stunk <laughs> last year. Yeah, right. <laughs> that dude was terrible. He was, Man, he was very awful. bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, because of the Trey Lance injury, I was talking to a lot of people were, you know, saying, well, Zach Wilson and Trey Lance, kind of the same situation. Like, we don't know. I was like, Zach Wilson was legitimately one of the worst passing, uh, rookie quarterbacks we've seen in the last like decade, like from yard per attempt, like he, he had like, I wrote about it. It was like the fifth lowest yards per, uh, fifth lowest completion percentage and the lowest yards per attempt among the people the bot- bottom 10 in complete in completion percentage. So he was throwing the ball short and not completing passes. And it's like, who boy. <laughs> no, he was like a worse version of rookie year. Josh Allen, which is yeah. hard to do because he was, really I mean, bad Kev, in his career. Kev nailed it last summer when he called him fancy. Will Greer. Yeah. He's not playing much better than that right now. Is he? Nope. Yeah. So, uh, the other side, um, players that are actually playing in this game, um, my question is, is will we finally see glimpses of the Bengals offense that we had hoped to see coming into the year? Because uh, it's bad in there. It's, it's bad, bad over there in Cincy. I think you will see glimpses. I don't think it'll be totally fixed. And I think they'll still have probably too many three and outs. But this screams to me a game where Jamar Chase has, makes a big play. So mm-hmm. I, I think you'll see a I think you will see a Joe Mixon touchdown at some point in this game, and I think you will see a big play from Burrow to Chase at some point in this game. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think we'll see definitely flashes of, of the Bengals. Um and then people will get really excited about it and go, Oh yeah, yeah, see it's not dead, it's not over. 
and then it, then the following week they'll play somebody and then it'll be the same same song and dance right now i i think joe burrow um it might be a little shell-shocked uh, after what transpired over him getting sacked after sacked after sack. They were actually talking about this on Locked On uh, Bengals where they're like, you know, it could be just the fact that he's trying to erase the memories of last year and hitting the mm-hmm. – and then when you go into this year and it's not much better and you're thinking it could be better, but it's not, um, it, it could be playing with his mind a little bit. And maybe maybe that has something to do with it. I, I don't know, but – it is, as you pointed out with the question, it, this Bengals team does not, this offense it does not look nearly like the firepower that it did last year. Yeah, I mean, through two games, uh, three passing touchdowns, four picks. Uh, Joe Burrow sacked 13 times. Um, we've, the offensive line is supposed to be better. It's not. Um, you know, the passing game was supposed to grow. It hasn't everything's a mess and um you know every throw is harried from joe burrow he's he's a long way from cocky joe shiesty playoffs yep mm-hmm. yeah now he's more joe shiesty in his pants he's joe fool not joe cool joe dirt joe fool joe dirt that's right um so yeah but i think this is gonna be a big game i think this one's gonna be a shootout Bengals and jets run the most plays per game this year. Um, you know, Joe Flacco, just he's in full, you know, DGAF mode talking, you know, Brett Favre on the jets, not Brett Favre stealing money from the needy. Mississippi. Not, not that Brett Favre. Um, Brett Favre on the jets, just going full gunslinger mode, just not caring about anything at all whatsoever. Oh, they have and, an old um, quarterback who doesn't care. Is it uh Vinny Testaverde? Is it uh Brett Favre? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, Michael Vick. <laughs> Is it a uh, Josh McCown? Is it Chad Pennington? Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick too. Players. Yeah, I, I I acknowledged you. Oh, I didn't hear I didn't hear if you heard me. Yeah, it's yes. uh, it's like uh, the Jets did the Colt situation. It was like, can we do that but like pay less? Worse. Yeah, can we do it yeah. worse? Can we do it with for less money and less product? That's right. Um. So um. Yeah, I think this is gonna be a big game. Uh. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Garrett Wilson, are they all must-start players? Wilson's not a must-start for me yet. Okay. That was that was I was trying to sneak him in there. <laughs> I sneak him in there. I think he he it depends on three quarter three wide receiver league, three quarterback league. Ooh. Three quarterback leagues. This could do that. Um Ugh. three wide receiver league. I I'll put him as a must-start. Two wide receiver league. No. Okay. Um what about the running backs on the Jets? Brees Hall looked good, but limited production. Michael Carter also looked good, but limited production because they're splitting all the touches. What do we do? Not start either one of them because they're not as productive as the Broncos were in their run game because they're not, A, passing enough, and, B, they're they're not being as productive on the field like they were with Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. So. Um, when you're not as throwing, running as much, and you're less productive, you're going to be like an RB, you know, 33, 34 on the week. And I don't have room right now um, on non bye weeks and non injuries to start a RB 35. <laughs> Mike, Mike doesn't have any time for that. I don't got no time for that. I ain't got time for that. 
<laughs> My, Mike is referencing viral news clips. Yeah. From like eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike's like, you are so dumb. Seriously. <laughs> you are so dumb. Crawling in windows. <laughs> um. All right. Win, lose, or draw in this game. Garrett Wilson, Joe Mixon, and T. Higgins. Uh, Joe Mixon win, T. Higgins draw, Garrett Wilson loss. Ooh, you're really on negative on Garrett Wilson. Um, Garrett Wilson win, Joe Mixon draw. Oh, I don't want to do that, though. T. Higgins draw, Joe Mixon loss, Garrett Wilson win. T. Higgins win, Garrett Wilson win. Joe Mixon, loss. Ooh, two victories there. And a loss. No, Joe Mixon gets the draw. Uh, Garrett Wilson gets the win. T. Higgins gets the loss because it's going to be, uh, like Walker said at the beginning, there will be a big play to Jamar Chase. No, there will be several big plays to Jamar Chase. This will be a Jamar Chase game, I do believe. I do declare. By the way, last I night I tweeted it out. I said Deontay, like a Cajun guy, and I would invite both of you to try that. It's a lot of fun. Deontay. Deontay. <laughs> Deontay. Is is it Cajun guy that, that never makes any sense or that you have to really listen to? No, you just, have to, just say Deontay. 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 Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. De- Deontay. Jean-Jean. <laughs> All right. Um, George Pickens. <laughs> George Pickens. George Picon's pie. Picon's pie. Picante. George, George Picante. All right. Uh, we should probably stop doing nonsense like that and talk about Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, uh, we all have the Bengals winning this, that game. Yes. Uh, next game up, uh, Philly at Washington, 47 over under. Philly, six and a half point favorites. They have no reported injuries. Uh, they being Philly. Washington has uh, Chase Roulier is a knee injury. He might miss the rest of the season. Uh, edge rusher Daniel Wise is out for week three, and there is currently no timeline from Brian Robinson, according to Ron Rivera, but they are encouraged, encouraged by his progress. I think they're very much playing that by ear because I'm pretty sure the strength and conditioning staff on a football team isn't well versed in dealing with uh, bullet wounds. Hot wounds. So I, I think that they're taking that one very much week to week, playing it by mm-hmm. ear, trying not to get ahead of themselves. Um, Walker's question for this one, I think it's a good one, is, Who's the number one wide receiver in Washington? And it might be Curtis Samuel. Well, you do know that Curtis Samuel is one of the three wide receivers who've had back-to-back top 12 weeks. Yeah. All the, all the nonsense Kurt- I said last year is finally coming to fruition about Curtis Samuel. <laughs> I was right, sort of, delayed. I found I was I was on Sleeper, and I found a mock draft from last year. I took him in, I think, the seventh round in the draft mm. last summer. If you'd have done so, that this year, you'd have been the soothsayer. I would have. I would have said sooth. Um, uh, yeah, Curtis Samuel, I think, is the number one receiver here. Uh, he's getting the most targets on his routes run, and he's the guy that Wentz is looking to when on important downs, important plays. So, yeah, I mean, I, sorry to Terry McLaurin, who is probably a better football player, but the way this offense runs, Samuel's the guy. Mike, what do you think? Um, 
I agree. Just because of the way they're using Curtis Samuel, it's not so much in the passing game, but also in the running game. So he's being very multidimensional um, in, in their usage with him. So as long as they keep doing that, then he's sort of the lesser Debo Samuel, who's actually he's, he's actually playing better than Debo Samuel. I hate to tell you that, Jeff, but that's just the way the facts are. And um, so I absolutely agree that Curtis Samuel is the wide receiver one. Jahan Dotson uh, had a good week one, but not a very good week two. And Terry McLaurin, it just hasn't been seen. Well, I sorted by snaps, and Jahan Dotson has the most, so I'm going to go with Jahan Dotson. <laughs> okay, I agree with Jahan guys. Dotson. I'm going to be one of those guys, that's right. Um, I think the big story here is that it's not Terry McLaurin. Um, this is kind of what we said was going to happen. Like, everybody had him in his t- in their top 20, and we were all out on that. Um, we were like, hey, uh, Jahan Dotson, probably pretty good. We don't know why they took him in the first round. Curtis Samuel, pretty good. Logan Thomas, pretty good. Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick, a lot of weapons on this team. And uh, that's why Terry McLaurin is averaging uh, four targets and two catches per, sorry, six targets and three catches per game. Um, I was getting a little mixed up with my Cleveland guys thinking that he played three games. But he's uh, he's second on the team in targets, Terry McLaurin, but on the team among wide receivers in receptions. And, you know, it's a situation where people once again got way too over their skis about Amari. I mean, Terry McLaurin, because they're doing the same thing they did with Amari Cooper. All right. Yeah, dog. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dog. I did the wrong thing as a host. I just left it without a question. All right. Um, Antonio Gibson, as long as he's playing, he struggled last week. Are we still considering him must start? For now? Yes. Mike. Yeah. I agree with Walker at this point. Absolutely. Okay. What about Miles Sanders? So through two games, Miles Sanders is, uh, he's averaging 5.9 yards per attempt, 30 rushes, 176 yards. He's only caught uh, five balls through two games, which is bad for his rookie year. Good for the last couple of years. And he scored a touchdown. So Miles Sanders or Antonio Gibson? Mm. Uh, Gibson. I think I think as long as Brian Robinson is off the field, I'm going to go Antonio Gibson. Okay, um, I will also go Antonio Gibson. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, AJ Brown must start. Jalen Hurts must start. Uh, Carson Wentz, are we starting him? No. I agree. Good, well, how good is the Eagles' uh, defense? Very. It was. It, it was. Not great against the Lions, and then really good against the Vikings. With prime time, Kirk Cousins. I think if you're looking at someone like Russell Wilson, you can start Carson Wentz. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um. All righty. So let me think. Monta Smith or Sahan Dotson. Uh, Devontae. Yeah, talking about someone who had weird bad two week weeks, one and good week great, two. Great week two, right? Yeah. Um, the same same with Jahan Dotson. He had a, a very good week one and a very poor week two. I'm I'm gonna go with the the veteran, the second year veteran, and go with Devontae Smith, <laughs> the grizzled veteran of yeah. like 20 games. Yeah. <laughs> Devontae Smith. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, tight ends in this. So uh, tight ends in this game, we've got Dallas Goddard and Logan Thomas. And you must start Dallas Goddard as long as he's healthy. But Logan Thomas is getting close to a blob guy. He is a blob guy, I think. Um, yeah, he's a blob guy. He's a blob guy, which is a huge step up from where we were drafting him. Correct. So um, are we starting John Bates? No. Uh, I think that's it for all the relevant players in this game. So win, lose, or draw. Uh, Walker's got Miles Sanders, Dallas Goddard, and Antonio Gibson. Right. And uh, since you asked my question, I'm going to go first. There you go. Uh, I think Dallas Goddard gets in the end zone, so I'll give him the win. Um, I will go with a draw for Antonio Gibson and a loss for Miles Sanders. I will go for a draw for Miles Sanders, win for Dallas Goddard. I think he scores and a loss for Antonio Gibson uh, because uh, J.D. McKissick will get a bunch of targets this week. Um, win Sanders, draw Gibson, lost yogurt. I mean, Godert. Gogurt. Gogurt. All right, we all got Philly winning this one, and we gotta speed this up. We're we're in for one of our patented three-hour episodes. Hell yeah! So. <laughs> oh, we can't do that now. All right. Uh, next game up: New Orleans at Carolina. New Orleans one and one. Carolina zero oh and two. Forty point five point over under. New Orleans three-point favorites. Uh, injuries in this one. Uh, Jameis Winston's got a messed up back, four broken bones. He's limited in practice, but it's looking like he's not going to miss the game. Alvin Kamara was limited on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, questionable, but is expected to play. He did practice limited on Friday as well. Christian McCaffrey showed up on the injury report. They asked him about him. He said, if I quote, quote, if I take a leak, it shows up on the injury report. So he's I don't great. think he's particularly worried. Well, I mean, he had like a stiff shin this week. And then in week one, he had a cut on his cleat. So I'm sure he's annoyed being like, yeah, I, I tripped over, you know, I stubbed my toe and I'm on the injury report. You know, it's like, come on. So this game I think um, is fairly straightforward. We're starting Christian McCaffrey. If he plays, I think we're starting Alvin Kamara, right? I agree. Okay. Um, DJ Moore. What what's going on with DJ Moore? He's more of a back end wide receiver too at this point now, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't think he's an obvious starter in two wide receiver leagues. Um, in three wide receiver leagues, yes, you're definitely still playing him. But in two wide receiver leagues, I think I think I'd almost like to have a better option for my wide receiver too. Wide receiver forty one on the year. Oof. Not great. Is that is that what we were looking for there? Big oof. Yes. Big it's oof. not what I was looking for if I were to have drafted him, which I did not. Oof. Yeah, not doing great, DJ Moore. It turns out that uh, Baker Mayfield isn't going to be the quarterback to unlock him. Nope. Um, Shocking. And then Chris Olave, I think, is a... Uh, people keep talking about all the air yards he had last week. He had over 300 air yards. They're messed up air yards. Walker's doing the right thing about the air yards. Yawning right not now. Interested. Not interested. They're messed up air yards from Jameis Winston with a messed up back. Good... Good DFS move to start Crystal Lave. I think it's flirting disaster or courting disaster or flirting with it to start him in your lineups. I'm always flirting with disaster. Call me yeah. uh, Molly Hatchet because I'm flirting with disaster. I don't get he, it. He's a wide receiver 44 right now. Molly Hatchet is? She could yeah. be. She might as well be because DK Metcalf's a wide receiver 49. Uh, Walker, Molly, Molly Hatchet is a band that had a song called Flirting with Disaster. Okay. Well, yeah. 
that makes sense. All right. Uh, here's the big question. Uh, Walker and I talked about it on the Starter Sit show uh, this week, the uh, the ranking Rankings show. Rankings episode. Rankings episode. Uh, is Michael Thomas a clear sell high? Three touchdowns. They were all BS. And he's not a touchdown guy. Yeah, I think Michael Thomas is going to give you a bunch of He's going to start a season hot, and then he's going to give you a bunch of, like, five for 48s in the middle of the year. And you're going to be like, why Why am I losing? Because you're playing Michael Thomas every week. And he's actually not doing that great. Yeah, what do you think, Mike? Well, Michael Thomas is a wide receiver 10 at this point. Yeah. That's what makes him a sell high. Yeah, because he's scoring touchdowns, which is not something he usually does. And they've that all been true. in, like, the last, like, half of the fourth quarter. That's true. They've all been garbage time too. Um, I don't know if too many people know that Michael Thomas is a wide receiver ten right now. So, if you wanted to sell high, which is not a bad idea, you're going to have to know someone that is understands that he's a wide receiver ten, or it's just not going to be a sell high. It's going to be a sell medium or sell whatever. Um. Well, I feel like when you offer somebody Michael Thomas, they will look at what Michael Thomas has done this year. They're not just going to go, no. I think they'll look at what's happening. I think some people will just go, "Eh." Some people will definitely just go, like, what has Michael Thomas done? Absolutely nothing. So I'm out of here. He's wide receiver 10. Yeah, we know he's wide receiver 10. There's there's your flip the card. What I would do if I'm offering Michael Thomas in a – is tell high. people he's wide receiver 10. I would tell people he's a wide yes, receiver 10. That's what I was Absolutely. Saying. Yes. You have this information and you can just impart it on others very easily. Exactly. We have all this information in our head and we impart it on others every week. That's what we do. I'd be like, are you sure you don't want the wide receiver 10 right now? I don't know. He's Jameson Woodson's looking for him. Who? Jameson Woodson? Jameson Winston. That's not his name either. <laughs> Don, Jonathan Winston. All right, so uh, are we starting uh, Jonathan Williams in this game? Quarterback Jonathan Williams. I I would say no. Are we starting Jameis Winston? No, we're not doing that. Okay, Uh, real easy. Start Michael Thomas. Start Chris McCaffrey. Start Alvin Kamara. Correct, sir. Maybe start start DJ Moore. Yeah, you're probably stuck at starting DJ Moore. Let's move on. Uh, I have New Orleans winning this one. Walker has New Orleans. Mike has Carolina. Mike. Is going crazy. All right. First I, yeah, I thought about it. I did. And then I'm like, I got to make up ground. So I'm going to go Carolina here. All right. First afternoon game. Uh, we're almost there. Jacksonville travels to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Both teams are one and one. When I put the show sheet together, it was a 47 and a half point over under. Chargers were seven point favorites. Then all hell broke loose this afternoon because not great news about Justin Herbert, uh, not sure if he's going to play this weekend. The line uh, has been pulled. It got down to three and a half chargers ahead, and now it's not being offered. So um, the big injury in this one is obviously Justin Herbert's fractured cartilage. We'll start there before we talk about everybody else. Is he going to play this weekend? Do What do we think? Uh, crickets. Tough. Tough one. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you wait around? There are some good streamable 
pivots in the 1 p.m. slot and later. You've got Trevor Lawrence in this game. You've got Marcus Mariota in the um, I'm sorry, the Seahawks Falcons game. I I think I would look for another option. I I I do. Okay. I think I would. I I wouldn't want to chance it. I I think that. Vegas certainly thinks that either Herbert is not going to play or he's going to be severely limited by his injury. So I'm going to stay away from Herbert. All right. Joss Allen or Chase Daniel? Uh, I mean, I think you I think you got to go with Josh Allen on that one. But uh, Chase Daniel is close second. Yes. <laughs> Obviously being facetious. Um, Mike, what do you think? Are, are you going to wait around for Herbert potentially pivot to Trevor Lawrence? Or Marcus Mariota in the same time slot? Yeah, I'd probably be looking to pivot. Um, this this doesn't sound very promising. So I would I would definitely have some backup plans in mind, regardless of you know who it is. Um, like you, you said, Trevor Lawrence is probably a good a good pivot. Um, maybe even Daniel Dimes. Um, Ooh, Daniel Dimes. So fancy. He, very, very fancy. Um, someone to that effect, right? Um, Wait a second. Time out. Hold on. Actually, we'll get to that when we get to the Giants game. Mike is showing Daniel Jones respect that he did not allow me to show him, which was, right. he told me to start stop calling Danny Danny Dimes Danny Dimes. That's right. I did. I did. Told me I to said, stop doing he's, that. He's no more long. He's no longer Danny Dimes. He's Danny Nichols. That's right. Um. So yeah, I yeah, I think I would definitely look to pivot. I'm pretty much in doubt that he plays. I have Herbert in a couple leagues. Um, Luckily, I was able to get Lawrence and Mariota. I will probably, well, I don't have the decision. Like, I was able to get Lawrence in some leagues, Mariota in other leagues. I'm just going to wait and see. This is where you benefit of having notifications on in your app because they tell you when your players go out, so you can just go in and make the swap. I'm going to wait around for Justin Herbert. I will take an inhibited Justin Herbert. Um. Okay, so other than that, Keenan Allen was limited on Thursday and Friday. He is a true game-time decision. J.C. Jackson is doubtful with his ankle issue. Uh, That's cornerback. Donald Parham, tight end, is questionable with a hamstring. And Corey Lindsley did not practice on Thursday or Friday. He is doubtful with a knee. So, Walker has a good question, and I think it got more elaborate with this Justin Herbert news. Why don't you talk about that, Walker? Yeah, if Keenan Allen plays, are we starting him? Yes. I I think so. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And, I mean, even even if Chase Daniel plays, I just feel like Keenan Allen just commands too much attention from his quarterbacks to, to leave him out of your lineups. You know, Allen's one of those guys that if he goes off on your bench, you're going to be really, really irritated that you didn't play him. Well, this is what I, what I think about, too. So, um, if... If it's Justin Herbert with the ribs issue, he's not going to want to uncork it and really like twist his body so much. So it's going to be a lot more short area targets. That's where Keenan Allen thrives. Mm -hmm. If it's Chase Daniel, you don't want Chase Daniel throwing the ball downfield. So it's going to be a lot of short area targets, which is where Keenan Allen thrives. So I think if Keenan Allen plays, I think you have to start him. I think the real question is, is if he doesn't play, do you think that this moves Gerald Everett into a startable spot? Because Walker and I talked about on the ranking show that this week, probably not a great idea to start Gerald Everett. But if Keenan Allen's out, we're going to go back to Gerald Everett this week. Um, 
Yeah, I suppose you can. I mean, he's better than your like waiver wire options at that point. So yeah, probably. Okay, so this is yeah. Everett's had a big couple of weeks, but I'm a big Gerald Everett fan. I think it's probably at best. Mike, what do you think? No, I I like Everett. I agree. Um, I'm I'm looking up to see exactly where he's at, but I think it's in the top. 50. Oh, he's what well, uh, tight end six. Gerald Everett is a tight end six at this point. So yeah. I saw him as four somewhere. So uh, is that half PPR? It's FF today full PPR. Oh, I don't so know. It's it's not super important. It, it no, it's not. From Four and six is the same number, probably. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So yeah, no, he's 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 lining up where they're going to use him. Um, and I think uh, that's going to continue because he's he's you know w- whatever his stats line. He's nine. He's caught nine balls for on fourteen targets for 125 yards and a touchdown. I mean, mm-hmm. but for someone you probably got for free. Or if you're like me, you traded Cole Komet for him. Feel very good. Nice. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm thinking of the players in this game. So we talked about Keenan Allen. What about Mike Williams? If it's Chase, I don't see how we can start Mike Williams if it's Chase Daniel with Keenan Allen. There's so many moving parts here. No, I, I wouldn't. I think with Chase Daniel, I mean, he does have enough experience as a veteran backup, but um they're usually locked onto one one target, uh, so I, I don't think that's going to be Mike Williams. Okay. Um, I was going to get into some other ancillary players, but I think that they will be covered by Walker's win, loser draw. So, Walker, talk about your win, loser draw. Gerald Everett. Christian Kirk. James Robinson. I think James Robinson is a draw, which is... 300 carries for 60 yards. Doesn't matter how many carries he gets, he gets 60 yards. Maybe it was like 23 for 60 last week or something crazy. Yeah, it's um, 23 for 61 or something like that. Win, I will go Everett because um, all he does is win. And win. lost Christian Kirk because Christian Kirk plays out of slot 80% of the time. We already talked about the Chargers and slot receivers earlier in the episode. So I think. I still think Christian Kirk has a good game, and I still think you're going to start him. But I think that you kind of have to temper your expectations and cross your fingers for a touchdown. Yes, agreed. And I agree exactly that. Everett win, Robinson draw, Kirk loss. Walker, what do you think? I am, yeah, I'm going to agree. Everett win, Robinson draw, Kirk loss. All right. Let me ask this question. Travis Etienne or James Robinson? James Robinson. Yeah. I can tell you right now, the way they're using Travis Etienne is not good. They Not good not, for fantasy. Not good for fantasy at all. I don't even understand. They, they throw him in there for every once in a while. He'll get like four or five carries as far as, uh, or not say carries, but snaps. And then he's gone for like 15. And then he'll come back for four or five, and then he's gone again. Yeah, I was going to say... No, I was going to say they're using him like Naheem Hines, but even Naheem Hines gets used. Yeah, Naheem Hines is going to get more snaps in than um, Travis Etienne at this point. Yeah, and um, I want us to all go back to mid-August and and replay me going James Robinson or Travis Etienne and everybody going, oh, James Robinson. (laughs) Yes. Like, it was wild. We were all the way out on James Robinson. All right, Uh, this is a clean sweep for the Chargers. So let's go to Rams 
traveling to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Both teams are one and one. 48 point over Rams, three and a half favorite. Uh, take that. Rams will smash in this game. Uh, injuries. Bryson Hopkins. Bleh. Bryson Hopkins suspended for this game. I don't. What did he do? I don't know, but I put Justin Jefferson likely out again. That should be Van Jefferson. I was very yeah. confused for a second. Jefferson. Van, Van Jefferson is out. Uh, they declared him out. Troy Hill was put on IR with a groin injury. Tremaine Ancrum uh, broke his fibula. He is on IR. For the Cardinals, Rondale Moore is out with a hamstring injury, and James Conner is a time vision. So before we get to Mike's question, here's my question. No James Conner. Eno or Daryl? Daryl. So Cordell or no, 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 no. Daryl Williams. Daryl. Eno Benjamin or Eno Benjamin. Who gets the touches if James Connors out? I, I think Daryl. Yeah. And my other I, brother Daryl. That was think, the joke that I made on Twitter. I, I think that uh, it was. It was funny. I think that Daryl Williams just takes the James Conner role, and yeah. Eno Benjamin just stays in the Eno Benjamin role. Yeah, the Eno Benjamin role is it. It has a role on the team, but he's he's best used, I think, in that like short end of the platoon scat back type guy. Yeah, it's like eight carries a game. So, um, if James Connor's in, I don't think we can start Daryl Williams. If he's out, I think we can. Um, I agree. Yes. Yes. Uh, Mike, what what uh what did you want to know? What is your question? My question is, which Allen Robinson will we see? The week one Allen Robinson, who I think caught zero passes. He caught uh, one. One. One pass for, for what, 12 yards. Joe's 12 yards. Or the week two Allen Robinson, who scored a touchdown and had, what was it, six receptions for 80-something yards or whatever it was. Four for 53. Four for 53 and a touchdown. I think that we will get week three Allen Robinson. Ooh. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, so a mixture of week one and week two, or uh, he, he will get. Well, Arizona secondary is truly terrible. But I think he could get like. I think this might be a game where the the uh, Rams get out their frustration and just keep the foot on the pedal because they don't want to almost lose like they did to the Falcons. So I think I could see him getting like six targets, five catches, seventy yards, and a score. Okay. So that's more week two. That's week one plus two. Plus two. I like it. What do you think, Walker? Mm, talking to Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. He is my wide receiver 37 on the week, so not particularly excited. All right. I guess that answers the question. So a wide receiver 37 would be three receptions for, say, 60 yards and a half a touchdown. So a touchdown that gets called back. All right. Yes. Um, I think we are. So we're starting uh, Kyler. We're starting Cooper Cup. Barry talked about the Cardinals running backs. Allen Robinson, you listen to. Me, I would say start him. If you listen to Walker, probably not. If you listen to Mike, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, are we starting Hollywood Brown? Yes. Kind of. I would. Bigger game last week. 
Um, and then the Rams running back. They split touches last week. Cam Akers was the less efficient one on the ground. Did have more through the air. Daryl Henderson scored the touchdown. What the hell are we doing with these running? Sorry, what the heck are we doing with these running backs? I don't know. Dropping them? What? You're not dropping Hendo? No. No. Uh, he's been fine. I mean, I I think you probably would rather play a better option than Henderson, but. I mean, he and Akers are splitting the touches, so I don't think either of them are really droppable players. Um, Akers maybe in a 10-team league you could drop him, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I just think you got to wait until somebody emerges, which it'll probably be Henderson because he's played a lot better. But until that happens, I, I think they're both just bench guys or desperation flex plays. Okay. Yeah, I Desperation think Desperation Flex is correct. I think uh yeah, Hendo is 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 a flex at best. He's definitely the best of the two. Um so Mike's win loser draw. Matthew Stafford, Tyler Murray. I will go first. Cam Akers loses because he's a loser. Please don't tell him I said that. Sir. Uh Matthew Stafford wins because Because he's uh, a winner. Because he's because oh, all he does is win, baby. Because, uh, no, the secondary is a nightmare. In it. Um, and Kyler Murray uh, is a draw. Which is, he'll run around some, he'll throw a touchdown or two, he'll finish as quarterback six. I am going with Kyler Murray for the win. Matthew Stafford, draw. Cam Akers, loss. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Murray wins. Stafford, draw. Akers, loose. All right. We all have the Rams winning this. Let's uh let's make up some ground on this game. Atlanta 0 and 2 travels to Seattle 1 and 1. 42 point over under. Seattle 2 point favorite. Atlanta has no injuries listed. Seattle has Quandre Diggs, uh safety, he's questionable with a knee injury. Uh Justin Coleman uh is was also limited in practice this week. Calf injury. Diggs should play. Coleman is likely out. Um Let me ask this. Is there a Seattle player you want to start? No. no. Is there? Are do do you think people will feel duty bound to start DK Metcalf? Yes. Yeah, but I wouldn't start him. Like I said, he's a wide receiver, like forty nine right now. Okay. On the other side, is Drake London a guy that you want to start? Um. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Is Kyle Pitts somebody that people feel duty bound to start? <laughs> Probably, but I wouldn't start him either. Okay. Would you start Cordero Patterson? Yes. Yes. Is there anybody else in this game worth talking about? No. All right. Win, lose, or draw. Kyle Pitts, DK Metcalf, Cordero Patterson. Uh, I will say DK Metcalf, loss. Kyle Pitts, draw. Cordero Patterson, win. All right, Mike? I'm going to say Kyle Pitts lost, DK Metcalf draw, Cordell Patterson victory. I'm going to go DK Metcalf win. That's right. He's going to have his best game this year. It finishes like wide receiver 26. Uh, lose Kyle Pitts and draw Cordell Patterson. 
and uh, I have Seattle winning this one. I have Atlanta winning. I have the the Seahawks. All right, let's get into the disaster bowl. Green Bay at Tampa Bay. Green Bay one and one. Tampa Bay two and zero. Oh. I forget who it was pointed out that this is probably the last time Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady play. All we will talk about is how bad their offense is going to be. Everybody's hurt. For Green Bay, Sammy Watkins is out with a hamstring injury. Stop me if you've Jeez. heard that one before. <laughs> Christian Watkins limited with a hamstring injury. True questionable. Alan Lazard dealt with an ankle injury all week, but he is off the injury report, so he's good to go. David Bakhtiari, questionable for Sunday. True questionable, just like always. For Tampa Bay, Leonard Fournette, limited with a hamstring injury, but should play. Mike Evans, suspended for this game. I put him in the notes as having a brain injury, which is why he was suspended. Chris Godwin, out with a hamstring injury. Julio Jones, game-time decision. Russell Gage did not practice on Friday. Questionable to play. Cole Beasley, signed, might play on Sunday. Scotty Miller is likely to play with a calf injury. Left tackle Donovan Smith, doubtful to play with an elbow injury. And Tom Brady has an injured ring finger on his throwing hand. Will play, obviously. But good God. Walker, what do you want to talk about with this game? Are we playing anyone on Tampa besides for Leonard Fournette in this game? No. I will start Tom Brady in the two-quarterback league because chances are I don't have a better third option. Yeah, I agree with Jeff. Yeah, I, I, I agree as well. All right, let me flip that around. Are we playing anyone on Green Bay except for Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon? No. I mean, I'm playing Aaron Jones. A.J. Dillon's even like a flex guy more for me this week because Tampa's defense is so good. All right, uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, Tom Brady. Who? Which one are you starting? If I have to pick one, I'll take Brady. I'm I'm gonna go with Rodgers. It's because Brady doesn't have anybody to throw to. Yeah, <laughs> this game's gonna be a nightmare. I was originally like, why isn't Packers Buccaneers on Sunday Night Football? And I'm like, thank God they're not on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, right. Holy cow. All right, Walker, hit us with the win, lose, or draw. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, AJ Dillon. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, do, does anybody win? No, that's so. The, yeah, that's the point. I was hoping that I'd just get you to say loss, loss, loss. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> loser. Tom Brady, loser. AJ Dillon, loser. You all stink. I'm picking Green Bay. Get them out. Green Bay or Tampa Bay. I'm taking. I figure, what is the best unit in this game? And it's Tampa Bay's defense. So I pick Tampa Bay. Sure. Mike I, I pick Green Bay, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Next game. Sunday night football. San Francisco and Denver. One and one. Both teams. 45 point over under. San Francisco. One and a half point favorites. 49ers quarterback. Trey. <laughs> uh, sorry, Jeff. Jimmy Garoppolo. Sorry, Joe. Uh, takes on Russell Wilson in a familiar foe. I'm not actually crying. My dog's worked up because she thinks I'm crying. She's trying to cheer me up. <laughs> um, George Kittle uh, has not played yet this year, and he is off the injury report. Uh, the Niners signed an old friend. Did you guys see who the Niners signed? Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. No, after Marlon Mack. Uh, no. Tevin Jordan. Coleman. 
Are you serious? He's oh back, baby. Goodness. He's on the wow. practice squad. Because wow. Tyrion Davis-Price is missing a few weeks with a high ankle sprain. Uh, Trey Lance officially out for the year after getting surgery on his ankle. For Denver, uh, KJ Hamler's body is still exploded, uh, but he might play in this one. Jerry Judy did not practice on Thursday. Uh, limited on Friday. He is a true questionable for Sunday night football. Probably cannot justify putting him in. Patrick Sertan dealing with a shoulder injury. He's day-to-day questionable to play, but it's looking like he will play. My question is, will the Broncos break out of their funk? Because the Denver Broncos have been very bad on offense. Week one, they played a Seahawks team that knew Russell what Russell Wilson was going to do. He still threw for 340, but only touchdown and they they lost the game last week broncos played the texans and um they should have lost that game like it was bad if it was any other team but the texans they probably would have lost so do they break out of that schneid this week mm. sort of continue I think that they'll look better than they did against the Seahawks. I think they'll look a little bit better than they did against the Texans, but I don't think they'll look good enough to win the game. Okay. Mike, what do you think? Uh, I, I think the four errors are going to smash them. Ah, yes. Let's uh, go. Um, so are we starting uh, Cortland Sutton? Yes. Yes. Are we starting Brandon Ayuk? Mm, no. Not with George Kittle playing. Are we starting Jeff Wilson Jr.? It, that could be a start if he gets He's all the flex. carries. He's a flex. Je- Jeff Wilson Jr. or Melvin Gordon? Wilson. Yeah, I agree, Wilson. Okay. As a 49ers fan, I'm going to put something into people's... If you are stuck on a roster spot, Jordan Mason is the guy to drop. You have him on your roster. Jordan Mason, the team was banged up last week. Was he played? He has not played an offensive snap this year. Think yeah, of the you, 49ers running back injuries. He has not played an offensive snap yet. Yeah, he's going to continue to not do that. He's a special teamer. That's why he is there. If you you can hang on to Jordan Mason because who knows what Kyle Shanahan's going to do. If you're in dire straits, he's in that because. Two games, running backs left both ended up injured after both games. He still hasn't seen the so Jordan Mason is not the guy. I picked up Marlon Mack in my home league, so let's go. Fingers crossed, Marlon Mack. Uh, but yeah, I think it'll be Jeff Wilson Jr. And then did I say Jeff Wilson Jr. or, or Mel? No, you didn't say Marlon Mack. What? What? Yeah. Jeff Wilson Jr. or Melvin Gordon. We said, yeah, you already said that. I did say that. Okay, that's what I was double checking. But Mike said, oh. no, you didn't say Marlon Mack. And so I was very confused. <laughs> uh, I thought that's who you were going to allude to because you didn't bring Marlon Mack up. I did. I said I picked him up. Uh, you, well, you did that, but not in a competition, not like Jeff Wilson or Marlon Mack. Or... Jeff Wilson or Marlon Mack? Jeff Yay! Wilson. Marlon Mack. No. That's right, baby. Shut up. <laughs> that's right. Marlon Mack. Honestly, so I gotta sure. go with Jeff Wilson, but I'm still I not wanna... sure if me loving Marlon Mack is ironic or not. At this point. I want to see Marlon sure. Mack just go nuts because everybody says Achilles is the downfall. We'll see. 
I'd love to see him go nuts too, the same way that I would love to be able to run a sub six minute mile like I did in uh, junior high, but that ain't happening for me. That ain't happening. Yeah. So, uh, time makes fools of us all and yes, broken does. down old men. Um, win, lose, or draw. Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, and Jorge Kittle. Jorge. Uh, I will go with George Kittle, win. Ooh. Russell Wilson, Draw Cortland Sutton loss. I'm gonna go Cortland Sutton win. Russell Wilson draw. George Kittle loss. I'm going George Kittle draw. Which is goes somewhere between six for sixty or ten for a hundred. I will go Cortland Sutton win. Russell Wilson loss. I think that he's gonna struggle. I think there's a big disconnect between uh, Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson, and I think, unlike in Seattle, he's not getting coddled in so much. So well, you're you're breaking up pretty bad, Joe. Oh, am I? Yeah. I think I might need a new microphone. I think that might be the right. problem. I will be investing in a new microphone, so I'm sorry. Um, my loss is Russell Wilson. My win is my draw is George Kittle. My win is Portland Sun. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. I'm going to try to not talk a lot. Next game. Dallas one and one, Giants two and zero, oh. thirty nine over under. Giants one point favorite, the lowest line, second lowest line of the week, lowest remaining. Injuries: Dalton Schultz did not practice on Friday. Dak Prescott is not playing, but did return to practice. Micah Parsons has the sniffles, but he should play on Sunday. Michael Gallup practiced all this week, but you can't start him as they said he will be on a snap count. They actually said he's going to be on a pitch count which is super annoying because snap count is a thing in football. Um, Kadarius, Tony, Wandale, Robinson, both did not practice on Friday. Neither is looking likely for Monday night football. Mike, why don't you talk about your question? Yeah. Um, with the way Brian Dable is leading this team, is is, is uh, Daniel Jones going to be more like Danny Dimes or is he going to be like Danny Nichols? More like Danny Pennies. Get him out of my face. Yikes. Not even worth a nickel anymore. Oh, he's terrible. So back before the U.S. regulated um, currency, okay, every state would make their would print their own money. So you could conceivably go from, like, Kentucky, you'd have a Kentucky dollar, and it would be worthless in, like, Tennessee. Okay? He's going to be Danny Kentucky dollar in Tennessee. He's going to be below pennies. Not even going to be worth pennies. Danny below a dollar because he's going to get killed by Micah Parsons. Like this Giants offensive line is bad. And he's not, not he's not good at sniffing out pressure. He's going to get murdered by Micah Parsons. Not going to be great. No. So we're starting, we're starting Saquon Barkley. Are we starting either Cowboys running back? I'm starting Zeke, yeah. Ooh. He's been awful. Um, no. I, I mean, it might be a little early to not play Zeke, but if you're, if you're expecting more than, say, a RB24, then um, I wouldn't expect that. So. Okay. Tony Pollard's out of the question. Well, Tony Pollard is an RB22 right now. 
So are you starting are Tony you playing Pollard? Him? Yeah. Well, I no, because Zeke's the starter. So you're just in a conundrum. In a what? Conundrum. A conundrum. A conundrum. 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 That's, where, that's when you're in a conundrum so bad it makes you a curmudgeon. <laughs> conundrum. Makes you say it wrongly. Ezekiel Elliott's the RB48 right now. That's how bad off it is. Yikes. Um, all right. Uh, we're not starting any giant other than Saquon Barkley. No. I don't know what they're doing with these wide receivers. It's a disaster. Kenny Galladay just disappeared. That was crazy. They now gave he's back him, again, right? They gave him the old cement shoes treatment. Yeah, he's just bad now. Yeah. Um, and then for the Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb. I think yeah. he got the volume last week. You can start him. And then Noah Brown came through for you last week. I don't know if he'll do that again this week, but he is a desperation play. Yes, I agree. Yeah. And Dalton Schultz up in the air. I don't think he's going to play. I don't think he's going to play either. And and there's no pivot in this game. Yeah, don't there's... pivot to Jake Ferguson. Definitely not. What about Daniel, Daniel Bellinger? Yeah, don't do that either. Yeah. But Daniel Bellinger, I'm not saying to start, no. but he's getting he's getting a lot of snaps out there. So if you're really in a pickle of all those guys that that was just mentioned by Walker, Basically, Daniel Bellinger would be the guy I'd go if with. If you don't if you don't listen to us and get a better option than Daniel Bellinger, then that's your best option. There you go. I like I'd that rather, even better. I would rather start Daniel Bellinger than Jake Ferguson. Yes. But <laughs> get down to the nitty gritty. Um, is that a high bar to clear? No. 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 And, All right. and the best receiver for the Giants is a wide receiver 36 and Sterling Shepard. That's, That's what I was going to ask is about Sterling Shepard. Yeah. I, I, I heard somebody call him the Jacoby Myers of the Giants. Where it's like basically, except he's just not as good. Yeah, but it's like you can kind of pinch your nose and start him and just be like, all right, I got some points. Yeah, he's probably going to have like five catches for 40 yards every game. Yeah. So, all right, uh, Mike, let's hear this win, loser, draw. Win, loser, draw. We have um, CD Lamb, Saquon Barkley. Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, I will go with win Barkley, draw Elliott, loss Lamb. I will go win Barkley, draw Lamb, loss Elliott, and win our fans because I'm buying a new microphone right now. On <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, we all have Dallas winning this. One. Correct? I think so. Yes. Okay. Um, oh, recap from last week. Hold on one sec. So let me uh this. So uh our competition. Uh Mike is currently on the podium, eleven and twenty. Woohoo! Uh I am sixteen and fifteen, and Walker is seventeen and fourteen. This does not count. This week's games yet. I know we said it on Tuesday on the Patreon pod, but I thought everybody else. So, anything else anybody wants to add? Let me do one last check to see if there's any breaking news. Uh, 
breaking news. Jeff is cool. All right, Jonah Jackson was declared out. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, so the thing that Walker said. All right, we will be back next week. Thank you for listening. Um, We'll be back on Tuesday to review all these games. Walker and I will be back on Wednesday to talk ranks. Three of us will be back here next Friday to do this all over again. Good luck in you three, everybody. For Mike and Walker, this is Jeff. Thanks for listening. Take care and have a good one. Bah. Go Lions. Go Niners. Oh, it was Reed Detmers? I don't know who that is. He threw a no-hitter this year. Really? Yeah, and then he got sent to the minors. Oh, snap. (laughs) That's very odd. Yeah, he threw no-hitters, got sent to the minors, came back, had 19 strikeouts in two games, and then was bad. But I just kept him on my bench because he should be good next year. Peculiar. Yeah. That's like that pitcher. Walker, you might know him. Who's that pitcher that um, got... Shafted from pitching that no hitter because oh, umpire blew Armando Galarraga. Yeah, perfect game. Yeah, and he never... yeah, he never did anything his whole career before or after that. Yeah, it was very, it, it was a completely insane night. But yeah, the only 28 out perfect game in MLB history. Well, that's like Mike. I was at the game that used Mero Petit of all people almost through a perfect game. Yes, Mero Petit. He. I don't uh, know him. He was on the Giants. He was like the fit. He was like oh, the oh, swing yeah, guy. He was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about. He was yeah. the one that had that great game against um, the Diamondbacks. That in the the extra inning game against was the Cardinals when he oh yeah six innings or whatever it was. Yeah, he um, but yeah, I was at his game where um, he got 26 consecutive outs, and then I think it was uh, who was it? He was around for forever. I want to say it was. Who were they playing? I'm in backs. David Peralta. No, not David Peralta. It was. Uh, oh, it was yeah. Eric Chavez. Okay, I didn't want to say it was Eric Chavez. Eric but... Chavez. Yeah. In his, in his second career, essentially, <laughs> in his post-athletics career. Yeah, just bouncing around the league, just doing. You remember whatever. when Eric Chavez played for the Yankees? Yes, that was. Oh. I do too. It was not. He was not good. No, he was actively bad. That was that was their post A Rod third base where it, they had uh, a bunch of like random guys playing there. Eric Chavez, Chase Headley. Chase Headley. Now there's a name. Let's see. Uh, she she. You'll get there. Hold on. She uh, chase on my head until I leave. Yeah, not great. Jason she, Nix. Jason Nix. <laughs> I don't think he was ever the regular starter. This is listed as uh, the most starts at the position on fan on a uh, baseball reference. That's not good. Uh, Jan Hervis Solarte. Yeah, yeah. And then there's Gio Urshela. Never nervous Jan Hervis. There's Chase Headley. 
Let's see. And then Chase Headley again. Ooh, they double dipped on Chase Headley, huh? Uh-huh, yeah. Triple dip on Chase Headley. It wasn't good. Oh, Miguel Andujar. Yep. Who can't play any defense no matter where you put so him. So bad. And then Gio is he related to Joaquin Andujar? Uh, I don't know. Who is Joaquin Andujar? At Joaquin Andujar is one that killed the Giants, hit a grand slam in the playoffs. I think game seven, or was it six? I can't remember. Hit a grand slam and knocked the Giants. I think it was 87. I was yeah. going to say, this guy's picture is in black and white, so I probably do not remember this. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little bit long ago. <laughs> I pull him up. His first, pic- <laughs> his first picture is, is a black and white picture of him on the Astros, which would have been put- in the late 70s. We should put this five minutes at the end of the show. <laughs> put it as a little bonus. Like the boys talk about baseball players. They remember some guys. All right, we should get started. <laughs> 